0: Hey, it's James from Royal Credit Union's Money Donuts podcast. We're talking about a word that scares a lot of people. It's fraud.
1: This individual, they were bombarding that phone so much that the person got a new phone number. There was a note, a sticky note on the outside of their door saying, what is your new phone number? What? So they hired the scammer hired someone on Craigslist to place that note there. Listen to Money Donuts on
0: your favorite podcast platform or watch full videos at rcu.org slash podcast.
2: The Buttes hit Stillwater for this week's episode and this month's Buttes Live presented by Greenbelt. We cover losing Tyson Joe Stone waivers, the repeated need for second day scoring, and ask ourselves the very tough question Are the Minnesota Wild actually a bad team? As always, we're created by New Voice Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Talk North, Greenbelt, Jim Beam, and Royal Credit Union. This is season four, episode 151. Get geared up for the hockey season with sodastick.com. They've got all your favorite player tees from Marc-Andre Fleury to Matt Zuccarello to Ryan Hartman, giving you the bird sodastick.com has you covered. Not only in just in hockey though, you got Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota twins, Minnesota Timberwolves, whatever your Minnesota sports team is. Soda stick has you covered with the best gear available. Don't forget to toss down Bardown beauties at checkout for 15% off at
0: sodastick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition like chanting. Let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam bourbon whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink Smart Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021 James B. Beam Distilling Company Incorporated Clermont, Kentucky.
2: Hello everybody. Happy freaking Friday you guys. We are out at Ziggy's on Main in Stillwater for our third Utes Live. Love to see it. We are the Bardown Beauties. I'm Jesse Pierce. She's Kirsten Kroll. Hi uh, guys. We host a hockey podcast focused on the Minnesota Wild and everything in between. New episodes released every single Monday. You can get them on Talk North, who is our uh, headquartered producer as well as YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts trust me it's fun we love it uh, and we're grateful to Greenbelt for bringing us out to Ziggy's on Maine for tonight's live show just getting Wicked Garden warmed up that's really what we're doing so be sure to stick around for Wicked Garden tonight at eight um, you know let's talk a little hockey who's hot who's a hockey fan out there Oh, we need more hands up come than that. on Who's a hockey there fan? Let's go. Go. That's <laughs> better. That's better. Let's go. We do have a uh, signed Kirill Kaprizov jersey down here in front. We'll be asking some questions in order to get additional uh, entries into that giveaway. We will be giving that away this evening. Must be present to win. So best of luck. But it is a nice jersey. Uh, good luck. Let's talk a little bit of wild hockey, Kirsten. Today, the news came down, and I know this is going to bring tears to your eyes. Tyson Jost, who the Minnesota Wild acquired last year in exchange for Nico Sturm from the Colorado Avalanche, the Stanley Cup winning Colorado Avalanche, unfortunately. Uh, Tyson put on waivers for the intent to go down to Iowa, the AHL. Uh, I doubt he makes it to Iowa. He will probably be picked up by another team. But Kirsten, how are we feeling now that it's been a couple hours since his, his waiver put in?
0: It ruined my entire day, I'm to be honest. I'm not happy about it. I told you, I'm like, if we talk about this, I might cry. Um, you know, getting a little emotional for absolutely no like particular reason. No. Just, you know, you drink, when in Minnesota, you drink the Tyson Jost Kool-Aid, I guess, of Do just you, being a of, Nobody, uh, being Dean Evans didn't. Okay, clearly he didn't, but if you look on Twitter, there are a lot of fans, a lot of Tyson Jost stands out there.
2: Tyson Jost, a former North Dakota fighting Sioux. We don't like that. No, because go Huskies, St. Cloud State. There you go. go. uh, Yeah, big thumbs down for that. I'm a Gopher fan myself. Uh, But, however, that made him kind of a familiar face. He knew the area. He went to school with Brock Besser, Burnsville's own um, as well. I think, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not necessarily surprised. Tyson had been scratched a number of times so far this season. Three straight games. He finally slotted in the other night. A loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins in St. Paul. Um, you know it clears about 1.125 of cap space no matter what happens with him so I mean there's that to play around with but ultimately I think they needed more bite out of him they didn't really get it plus you've got Jordan Greenway who's very much on the cusp of coming back Um, and you have some other young guys that they're going to have to continue to work into the lineup Tyson Jost as a person phenomenal absolutely phenomenal uh, but unfortunately, as a player, it just wasn't going to work out. And he was a first-round pick, which still shocks me to this day. I believe 10th overall in the 2016 NHL entry draft. Uh, he's been he's been struggling to kind of get his legs underneath him with any team.
0: You know, I'm trying to uh, gather all of my thoughts. I have a lot of them here. I'm trying to take emotions out of it. But I will say, yes, I mean, we didn't see the offensive production from Tyson Jost that we would have hoped to. This season so far, I think he has totaled three assists so far this entire season. Um, but I will say, do I think it's fair that he was put on waivers, scratched for a total of four games this season? I absolutely do not because you've got half of the Iowa Wild playing on the Minnesota Wild right now. For one, Marco Rossi has not been playing great. Let's be honest and say that he should have been scratched more than just that what one game that it was. And then you have the entire offense right now that's struggling, but yet I think – Probably, from an outsider's perspective, probably, you know, trying to fit in with the cap. That was a big reason to put him on waivers. But at the same time, there was a bigger problem with the Wilds offense than just Tyson Jost. Did you just go after Marco Rossi? There's going to be I a lot of people. I did go after Marco Rossi. Not, you
2: woke up and chose
0: violence. Well, if you JoJo, jo, what do you think about that? He,
2: my uh, cousin Joe over here. shout out to my family over here coming out. Oh! Supporting the Buttes, husband, friends, rever- fans, all of you guys. The people that didn't intend to come here. Thank you to you, especially... You agree with the Rossi take, Joe? Thank you. Interesting. All right. Well, if
0: you look at Twitter, it's not an unpopular opinion. Everyone is saying send Marco Rossi down to Iowa. I, I d- mean, give him the playing time, right? He's this uh, At this player. point, no. Like, at this point, no. No, I mean, give him if, if he's – yeah. In, In Iowa, yes. yes but so I thought you meant I mean. like on the wild roster. No. At the beginning of the season, yes, when he was not given as much of an opportunity when he was scratched by Dean Evison and people are saying, like, okay, that's not fair, you need to get him a little more accustomed. He's had more than enough time at this point in the season to get accustomed, and it does not seem like it's clicking. I think sometime in Iowa will do him well. I mean, to
2: be fair, it hasn't been clicking for anybody on this Minnesota Wild team. Let's talk about the offense or lack thereof. I mean, currently Minnesota just struggling – In different facets, in different games, right? You had the goaltending at the beginning of the year was a problem. That was fixed, which to my chagrin, right, I love to hammer the goaltending. Right now it's a little bit of a problem again. Jesse is not a goaltending fan. Not a goaltending fan. Uh, Defense then struggled. Defense looks okay. Now the offense can't score, right? I mean – what do you do? Dean Epson today, I was out at practice, he mixed up the lines once again. Sam Steele getting a shot between Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello, your only top line on this team. That's the other problem. There's not really a secondary scoring. I hate to say he who shall not be named, but Kevin Fiala at least brought that secondary scoring, took some of that pressure off Kirill Kaprizov. This year, teams know you shut down Kaprizov, you shut down Minnesota's offense as a whole. How do you think Sam Steele is going to do between 97 and 36
0: tomorrow? I need to see it to even <laughs> know. I saw that. I think it was from you. I'm, it should be from me. I'm one of the line heaven. heathens, heathens, Heavens, whatever heathens. you want to call them, um, whatever the proper Alley. pronunciation pronunciation is. Um, I saw that you tweeted that out, and like my jaw almost hit the floor. I was like, "Are you for real right now?" Like Sam Steele, first line center. That like brings back like. Victor Rask-esque volumes. Hey, not put in some respect team. on
2: Victor Rask. Number one center, Victor Rask, all right? He okay. was number one
0: center at Blues Camp, too. We know my feelings camp too. on Victor Rask. I do, I think he was not nearly as bad as people made him out to be. But I don't know if Sam Steele has shown he deserves that top line center spot by any means. I mean, you go back to Tyson Jost. He had, like, what, one game between those two this entire season? Like, I think before you're making big moves – Such as, like, waving jokes. We're going back to that. Switching up. I'm not over it. I'm going to keep bringing it up. And then uh, Sam Steele, top line center. I mean, if we're going to change things up, why not break it all apart entirely and just throw things at it, see what sticks? That's another beef that I have against Dean Evason with his lines right now. I don't know if I like him. I don't think I do.
2: I mean... It's hard to put any sort of line combination when really nobody has performed to what you expect. Now, I do go back to everybody's comparing everything to last year. But as I said in preseason and as I said in offseason, that was an anomaly that just you're thrilled it happened, right? Franchise best regular season year. You're still bouncing the first round. Let's forget about that for a minute. But you were getting points and goals from guys that you would never, ever expect. I was talking to somebody this morning uh, who shall not be named? Who thinks like, oh, Ryan Hartman's going to come back and be a game changer? It was my husband. He was wrong. It was my husband who said that.
0: I like uh, how we took accountability, though. Yeah. He's like raising his hand like, Cause cause hello. We had, legi- we had
2: the conversation about it because I don't think no, Ryan Shout Hartman out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's ro- shout what? out to Mike. That's a Fred bomb. That's what we call producer
1: Fred bomb.
0: Do we have a bomb sound effect yet? <laughs> Is that a thing?
1: Just remember, I can wreck this whole show right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to the people?
1: Fair. I'm, fair. I'm sticking up for Mike. I'm sorry.
2: Mm. But so anyway, Ryan Hartman, I don't think, is the game changer. Again, he has never scored that many goals in his life. He hasn't had that many points in his entire career that he had last year. Marcus Fellino, Jordan Greenway. Like, awesome to see them do well, but that's not something that you can be relying on. And I think you knew that coming into this year, but fans didn't want to believe it, right? The team didn't want to believe it. Well, believe it, because here we are struggling uh, to to get goals in the opposite end of the net, even when goaltending is good, even when defense is good, um, I don't know what the answer is to the lines then either, because I think you do have to try something. You mentioned you don't like Sam Steele between Kaprizov and Zuccarello. I don't I, know. I want to say I hold there.
0: my take on that. I don't okay. know how I feel about it yet. Fair. I need That's to fair. see tomorrow's game against Carolina before I can make an official stance on it. But I have a lot of reservations. That's fair.
2: All right, I can I can do that. I liked the Sam Steele addition in the off season. I saw glimpses of him with Anaheim last year. I was like, "Eh, can't be that bad." There is no true number 1 center on this team, no matter how you look at it. Marco Rossi, everybody wants him to be. I don't think he's there yet. I mean, he's a Jill young Eric kid.
0: Sinek. He's the best you have. He's not then a number. Why Put has him he on not any been other been team. on the top line as a center this season. It's been Freddie Gaudreau, one game of Tyson Jost. Uh, Marco Rossi, how many times has he been top line center? You know, maybe just, once. Maybe he's a young kid.
2: I don't know. It's tough. Again, we are the bar down beauties, talking all things hockey, especially the Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota high school, college, whatever you guys want to talk about. New episodes released every single Monday, found on any podcast streaming app as well as YouTube. Uh, Kirsten, actually, you'll see her lovely face at Minnesota Wild home games. On the big screen, giving away things. Me, I am up in the press box covering the Wild for NHL.com
0: and tweeting out lines. Make sure always make tweeting sure out to lines. Out it's my
2: favorite thing to do in the entire world. Uh, so everybody that's winning on fantasy, you're welcome.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: again, shout out to Greenbelt for having us out. to Ziggies on Main in Stillwater, one of many live shows that we do each and every month, courtesy of Greenbelt and Talk North. Go get your green belt specials tonight, you guys. We got $5 premium, $5 premium light, $5 Nordies. Curse and I are enjoying some green belts ourselves. So cheers. cheers to that. Cheers, Joe. Our buddy Joe's back there. Joe, stay away from this table. They're all Hill pioneers. I really apologize. Uh, anyway (laughs) Um, you know again we don't forget to sign up sign Kirill Kaprizov jersey he is awesome even if you don't like hockey please know Kirill Kaprizov can I sign up
0: to win can I win the jersey yeah no I'm just going to take
2: it home with me I just want names and everything we'll figure that out but to make uh, it seem fair (laughs) uh, you know first we're going to do a little bit of trivia after our next break but I do want to know can anybody tell me this is for a prize by the way from one of our other sponsors can anybody tell me what the Minnesota Wilds record currently is right now? None, nobody's Nobody said it yet. Nobody said it yet. <laughs> There's no eight. Let's drop the eight. There's one hint: seven seven three. Seven seven three. You guys, come You're on. You're hot, but not all hot right. enough. Okay, all right. We'll do an easier one. We'll do an e- we'll <laughs> do an easier one, guys. All right. Um, who does the Minnesota Wild play tomorrow? First, please come grab a Jim Beam hat. One of our sponsors for the Bardom Beauties podcast. Again, found on Talk North Greenbelt. <laughs> oh. Jim Beam. Woo! Oh, we got. It. Producer Fred, ladies
0: and gentlemen, crushing it with the sound bars. Button Button bars. bars. Do we have a drum roll sound effect yet? I just wanna.
1: No, just a rim shot. (laughs) That's all.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Before we head into. you know, I mentioned oh. the drums earlier. I said again, I hope- Wicked
2: Garden, ladies and gentlemen, they will be playing right after us. No, we will not be doing karaoke. Probably not. If I make a joke, we'll can see we how this picture goes. That
0: on deck to get that ready to go. If I say something intelligent or funny, yes,
2: anything to avoid you trying to do the drums. Fred's giving. Me- Ramp <laughs>
0: no, I don't like that
2: one. I'm ready no, for it. Off the rails. So we kind of touched on it, and again, well, I want to finish this before we go to our break and do some trivia and Q and A stuff. Um, you know the offense isn't producing this team is not what they were last year it's not what we expect for me though I think where this team is sitting at about 500 is what I expect this is what this team should be you look at the way the roster is put together there isn't a reason that this team should be as exceptional as we want them to be unfortunately you know everybody knows the cap space that is tight Bill Guerin has been trying to work with it I didn't expect them to come out and be this phenomenal team unfortunately Kirsten
0: Yeah, I mean, before the season even started, we both agreed they'd be a bubble team. So right now, they're currently meeting the expectations that we did have set. But still, again, you look – it's just hard when they are missing very few pieces from last year's team, and you know the team that they were last season, and you look at what they're doing and just giving up fluke goals, just not being able to score against teams they absolutely should be not only scoring against, but – beating, like laying the hammer down to, and then it's, exactly, thank you. It's just frustrating, it's like, yes, we don't have Kevin Fiala anymore, so that does take some of that secondary scoring, that's been a key topic, but what else is missing? Like, what else is the I'm problem? You,
2: it's the career years, like you don't, I, I mean, that leads into secondary scoring, but it, it just, you don't have guys having the seasons that they had last year. Kirill Kaprizov is the only player that is going to do the same as he did last year, if not better. I don't even excuse me, know if Zuccarello is going to be able to kind of get there. Um, That's the only guy. And that's, again, what I would expect. He is your superstar on the team. And unfortunately, you don't have enough complimentary players to go along with him, to keep up with him. I mean, that's why you struggle finding a number one center with him because nobody can keep up. And him and Zuccarello have this insane, uncanny chemistry, which is phenomenal. But you have to find somebody to slot in. And yes, Ryan Hartman has found a home there. Or he did, because you look at it right before his injury, and again, we'll talk a little bit about injuries coming up later on in the show. But I think his injury is going to keep him out even longer than people want. Um, And he wasn't, he was just maybe starting to get going, but I still don't, I'm not convinced you were going to get the Ryan Hartman of last year.
0: No, Uh, I think with Ryan Hartman, he's one of those guys that really rose to the occasion last season, but also it really scares me to hear, and, and maybe we should have just expected this, but the career seasons last season, and we probably won't see that this year. That just makes me think, like, the Wild have peaked and we haven't even made it to the second round of the playoffs. And so that really scares me. I mean, I never thought I'd say this in my life, but
2: at least we have the Minnesota Vikings, ladies and gentlemen. You're eight and eight one. one, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> you know, who cares if the Wild or whatever, whatever they might be. Uh, you guys, we are going to take a quick break again. Bar Down Beauties will be coming back taking your questions, asking you some trivia. We got plenty of more prizes. Grab some food. Grab some Grain Belt beer. Uh, We'll be right back. All right. We are back. Let's give it up for producer Fred getting us rocking and rolling. We will actually be releasing this episode. Yeah, a little bit louder, a little bit louder. He could shut us off anytime. Thank you. Uh, And to his beautiful wife, Kelly, for helping us orchestrate things when we need it. Thanks, Kel. Yeah. Maybe my husband, too. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, again, we are the Bar Down Beauties podcast covering all things hockey. I cover the Minnesota Wild for NHL.com. Kirsten over here is covering the wild on the big screen, basically. Kind of getting the crowd hyped, amped.
0: Um, I would say that's more Joe. I'm just there to pet the adoptable dogs. So. That's true. Somebody, my aunt
2: Joe had a question for you actually. Oh, for me. Yes. Okay. She okay. wants to know did you secure Taylor Swift tickets?
0: Oh my gosh, yes. And <laughs> do you want to know the process cuz it was it was not for the faint of heart. I was in the Ticketmaster queue for 7 plus hours. Like no joke and Same. there was you I'm sure you guys have heard of the disaster that was Ticketmaster. Yes. Finally got in. I'm on a FaceTime call with my two other friends I'm going to the concert with and we're talking back and forth. We kept getting that error message for 45 minutes once we finally got in to buy the tickets. Then all of a sudden my friend Kenny goes, "Guys, I got them." And then my heart dropped. Like I was literally going from like angry to about to cry to like I couldn't believe we got tickets. So June twenty fourth. I cannot wait. It, it. I'm gonna be obnoxious that day.
2: What would be more painful for you, not getting those Swift tickets, or Tyson Jones being sent down to the minors?
0: Like I don't know how. That's apples to oranges. Is I it? don't know how is you it? compare the
2: two. I don't either. Because none of. I.
0: Because okay, one's Taylor Swift, one's Tyson Jones. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you do there. I don't um, know. There is no. I, I
2: respect Taylor Swift and everything she's done. I don't think there's anybody I would wait seven hours to get tickets for or spend that much money on. Get maybe, Dane on the phone. Maybe. He also got
0: tickets. He told me mm. at the oh, elevator I know. He's in the first He's last trying night. to get another set, too. Of course. Uh,
2: I would maybe do it for Eminem and Dr. Dre in like a reunion of some sorts there. Okay. I would drop an obscene amount of money for that. Okay. It would be phenomenal. That Super Bowl halftime it was show, great. I it cried. It was a great perfor- a little bit. You cried? I, I did. I was very emotional. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, now we want to take some questions from you guys for anybody. If you get up and ask a question, another entry for that sign Kirill Kaprizov jersey, ladies and gentlemen. So you know you have it. It can be hockey-related. It can be personal-related. It can be job-related. Whatever you would like to ask, we want to hear it. We'll open it up for a couple minutes. If you guys don't ask, that's fine. We'll just kind of cower in the corner and be sad about it, but we can move on. Uh, producer Fred here has a microphone. All right. First question. Please introduce yourself. Of course, and how long you have been a fan of Bar Down Beauties?
1: Since the beginning. Not a boy. Very first day. Uh, I'm Joe Booley, right for uh, 10kRinks.com. Yes. So nice. uh, But but I want to talk about Matt Zuccarello. Is this a period of him? Because he hasn't been good. Is this a period of him pressing? Because he knows that him and Carolla are pretty much carrying this offense. Or is this his age? Because I'm 36 now, and I definitely feel it.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're about the same. Like, we're the same, right? Like, we're, yeah. I could be an athlete of that caliber probably,
1: too. I mean, I'm not a finely tuned machine, but I can curl pretty good, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Joe. Again, 10K Rinks. Mr. Joe Bully, he is awesome. He has been a true fan since day one, so we appreciate you, my good sir. He makes a mean bread as well so we love to hear that uh kirsten i'll let you take a first stab at this matt zuccarello is age finally catching up with him is it because the team has been lackluster what's your take on how zuki has been playing thus far
0: i mean first and foremost my initial thought is just you look at the offensive production of the entire team and say i don't know what's in the water in that wild atmosphere whether tria or at the xl energy center where they haven't been great this season um I would like to take that stance first and foremost. I think it might be a little bit more of that. Uh, But also, when you're on a line with Kirill and you have the chemistry that you have historically had with him, how are you guys not connecting and getting even more opportunities? And also, from the age perspective, it's really hard, especially as a forward, to not imagine that would be taking a toll on you at this point. So I feel like I want to lean a little bit more on it's probably just how – Things have been going offensively for the entire team, but, I mean, it's a new season, another year. It would be hard to imagine age and kind of creeping up on him a little bit. Sure, and, I mean, I think age was very prevalent
2: in yesterday's game, in particular one goal that the Pittsburgh Penguins scored when Zuccarello was essentially just knocked off, out-muscled off that puck. Now, is a smaller dude anyway, right? And He's kind of got that little man syndrome. Um, you know, he likes to try to play bigger than he is, which is fair, but, um, With Zuki, it's hard to tell, and it's also hard to tell for a number of reasons because he's not as forthcoming with the media as a lot of the other forwards are, so I can't even ever get quite a glimpse as to how he's feeling. He says the right things in the locker room to the players, which sounds awesome, like he's beloved in the dressing room. Um, I don't know if it's his – again, I think you're right, spot on, Kirsten. It's the offense as a whole. And, I mean, even Marcus Foligno, I think, unintentionally called out Kaprizov and Zuccarello last night by saying, you know, when your top two guys aren't performing either. Like, I don't think he meant it in that way it comes off in writing. Going off that, though,
0: they also... Somebody pull up the stats. Don't they have the worst plus minus on the entire team? Like but yes, so you are put out there to be skilled players to score goals, but play a little defense as well. But ahead of
2: last night, so did Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, and at the time Brian Russ. That's why Brian Russ got moved down to the second line and Ricard Raquel got moved up to the first because they have they were both they were all like a minus four. However, As you saw, good players don't let that hold them back. I mean, Sidney Crosby is still Sidney Crosby. That leads me to the next point. I do need to apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I was incorrect. The Pittsburgh Penguins are 7-7-3. Your Minnesota Wild are 7-8-2. Jackson, I'm glad you still won. I apologize. I take full accountability for my error. I regret it. Uh, Here it is. We do have a uh, next question here. Jackson, please step up to the plate.
1: Um, So... How many years ago should we have traded Dumba? Or can we get, you know, anything for him now? Because I've, you know, heard rumors even before the season started, you know, oh, trade Dumba for a first-line center. But at this point, for how terrible he's played this year, can we get that right now? Or if is he untradeable at this point?
2: I mean... Great question, Jackson. I love this question. Don't forget, truly. Joe, you too. If you ask a question, you get another entry in the Caprice Off signed jersey, which we will be uh, selecting the winner in about 28 minutes, give or take, before Wicked Garden comes on. Um, the question is Matt Dumba. What do you do with him? Matt Dumba has been on the trade block every single year. Um, he's a high-risk, high-reward player without question. Uh, he is in a contract year, which means this is his final year under contract, And I think he's making, like, six and a half, five and a half, something like that. Like, not an exorbitant amount, but enough. Now, this all came to a head last year when the question was, do you keep Kevin Fiala and his 86 points, or do you trade Matt Dumba and a number of prospects or other players and and keep Fiala? Obviously – Bill Guerin and the Minnesota Wild parted ways with Kevin Fiala. He went on to L.A., and Matt Dumba is still here making a mess of the defense. Um, You know, I think with Dumba, and we've talked to him at length, he knows that everybody wants him gone. I think he recognizes that, and and he kind of laughs it off. I do think this year is particularly bad, especially for a guy that is kind of playing for his career at this point, right? I mean, I think not only for the career in Minnesota that he does want, because I do believe he truly loves it here, but like you said, Jackson, I don't know who wants to pick up a player like that. He, his Usually when it comes with him, the high risk, high reward at least evens out. It hasn't thus far. It has been just too poor. And again, it's early. There's plenty of time. But I have to, have to, have to imagine Bill Guerin has been trying to see what he can get. And it's not going to be much. It's really not. It'd be better than nothing and better than letting him walk in free agency this offseason. But it's it's not going to be what you maybe would have gotten a year or two ago.
0: Again, I have a lot of thoughts. We talked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to process. We talked about this, I don't remember if it was this past week or the week before, but Matt Dumba always finds a way to stay on this team. We talked about him being on the trading block every single year during the Vegas expansion draft. He was not only not taken, he was protected, and we got rid of Alex Tuck to keep Matt Dumba. And so I just – there's something about him I don't understand – also, he got more of an opportunity this season than Tyson Jones are bringing it back around to that again. I'm we not We need to move on from go. Tyson first. No, we do. Never, we do. We still have Matt Dumba on our roster. And he has not he has not been great this year. And also last night he did get a goal and it was a pretty nice goal, but it was 7 seconds left when the game was already pretty much I can done, appreciate so. a
2: shout out to him though. I can appreciate that he didn't even celebrate that cuz he knew it was completely meaningless. Like I like his demeanor. I mean
0: It was a nice goal tough. though. It was. I mean, it's
2: I don't know. I think Fred, producer Fred, dropped it great in last week's episode of Bardon Beauty's podcast, again, available He's on ready. YouTube and all of your streaming.
1: Fred, please repeat your Fred bomb. He's playing like Dumba 55, not Dumba 24.
2: There it is, because Matt Dumba has changed his number to 24 a couple years ago now. But What if he uh,
0: changed it back? What if that is what is missing?
2: That's not what's missing. <laughs> That's not it at all.
0: Superstitions. Uh,
2: I want to ask, before we get to our next question, again, we are the Bar Down Beauties, Jesse Pierce, Kirsten Kroll. I have a trivia question. Whoever can answer this trivia question, please step up to the mic. You will get a free hat from one of our sponsors, Jim Beam. Um, Who was this week's guest on Bar Down Beauties? You can Google it real quick if you need to. But who knows who this week's guest, episode released on Monday, who that guest was. He is currently an analyst for the NHL Network, once upon a time, played for the Minnesota Wild, and won a Stanley Cup. If you know the answer, please step up. You will get a uh, free hat.
1: Mike, sit (laughs) down.
2: Anybody.
0: Jackson's got an attempt.
1: I don't think I'm right, but I saw some Mike Rupp. Is that wrong? Mike Rupp this week on
2: Beauty's podcast. Guess Rupper was fantastic.
1: He saw something, but he didn't listen or watch the podcast. Just know that. That's
2: it. right. Take your hat.
0: Take
1: your hat. <laughs> Please. He already got a hat.
2: You want the soda? Oh, what'd you did that I really? have hey, okay. Oh, I have
0: another one here. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you. He he thank
2: took you. You take a sticker. It's okay. <laughs> All right, next question up, please. Mr. Joe Lacoste, one of my beloved family. Again, shout out to the family that came out. You guys are awesome. Talk amongst yourselves. It's fine.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, Two-part question. All right, Matt Boldly, winger center. Second part, who do you pair him with with this team to help him be as productive as he could?
2: Is this a baiting question to try to get us to say Marco Rossi? No, actually. (laughs) (laughs) JoJo has an affinity for Marco Rossi. I know that. He's for years now. you got to love it. Uh, Kirsten, why don't you take this one? Matt Boldy, do you like him better at center or wing? And either way, who do you like him paired with on this Minnesota Wild team?
0: I'm leaning towards wing. I am. And this was the very first line that came to my mind. Kirill Kaprizov, Jewel Eriksson, Matt Boldy, top line. I yeah, would like yeah. to the, see That it.
2: silence is exactly what that should be received with, because I don't know what
0: that okay, is. Okay, okay, it's a hot take, apparently. A but take. if you're going to mess up the lines, really mess them up and see what you get from them. You literally have only seen Caprizov and Zucarillo do great things together. Okay, but... We've already heard a conversation as well about them getting broken up in order to reignite them. So just put Matt Boldy up there for a game or two and just see what he does. I'm
2: tempted to say that that was worse than the fact that you hadn't seen Mighty Ducks or Slapshot or any hockey movie. I've seen Miracle
0: Dated. and now Miracle? all the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> that wasn't that bad of a take. That was not that, that bad of a take. That insane to me. Okay, but what else are you going to do at this point in the season? The team is not very good right now. Offensively, they're not clicking. If it's broken... Find a way to fix it, and in order to do that, I say break it all up, take it all apart, and then put the pieces back in a different way and see, what, mean, see
2: what happens. There's that. I just – I no. It gives me weird, bad feelings, I think. I do like Matt Boldy at wing, slightly better than center, even though this Minnesota Wild team could desperately use a center that's better than what has currently been provided. Um, as far as his line, I like him with Freddie Gaudreau. I okay. do like that. Freddie Gaudreau at center. In Matt Boldy, the thing about Matt Boldy that I particularly love is he thinks the game so quickly. So finding players that can complement that and can think the game as quickly as he can and that can finish some of those insane passes that he can create is imperative. Now, you're going to hate, love this. Tyson Jost would have been my other winger on that side with him because I think Tyson Jost had that in him. He had the speed. Well, because Dyson Jones is no longer here. I kind of like Salt a Conor in
0: the wound I'm everybody. Sorry. Salt I'm in sorry. the wound. I kind
2: of like maybe a Connor Dewar, giving him a shot. I think Connor Dewar's got some speed and I know- just
0: speaking of Connor Dewar, can we take a sec to just respect how tough that kid is yeah. sitting on the bench Sunday's game. Two black eyes, oh, just yeah. a gritty kid. I I've been enjoying him. Right.
2: Like, and I think bringing that grittiness to a line with two very talented and elite players could do something. I mean, yeah. not necessarily like your Felino Greenway Eckline right, which has that gritty, go-to-work, big size, big body. But I think I just Dewey can keep up with the speed. Dewey two. Is he Dewey two or Dewey two one?
1: Because
2: you got um, Brandon Duham as one of them too. I think
0: he's Dewey two. Okay. I think what? he's Dewey two. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that works too. Or even Mason Shaw. Even Mason Shaw on the other
0: side. I'm a big Mason Shaw fan. Big Mason Shaw he's fan. He's come out from Iowa and just has taken advantage of every single minute on the ice he's been given. I've been nothing but impressed by Mason Shaw. It's true. I like
2: it. We have another trivia question before we get to our next uh, Q&A. Again, this is for a prize from Jim Beam. Before you come get your prize from Jim Beam, please go get some green belts. $5 premium, $5 premium light, and $5 Nordie's. It's delicious. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. This next question, how many points did the Minnesota Wild have last year during the regular season? How many points did they finish with? Please come up to the microphone and
1: answer the question. Was it 113?
2: It was 113, ladies and gentlemen. 113 points. In the regular season, we will toss out your chimpy hat.
0: We're going to be uh, lucky if we see anything remotely close to that at the end of the season. You will year. not get
2: anywhere near that this year, unfortunately, but certainly uh, very exciting. Franchise best. We've got time for one more question. Please, sir, say, state your name. Do
1: I need to hold this? My name's yes. Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Okay, so Jesse, you have more than three family members here.
2: Oh, this is going to be a good one.
1: Um, which is your favorite cousin?
2: Oh. I knew that's the direction oh. that was heading. This is, in case I don't. In case you guys didn't know this, everyone is the family, else can answer. As family well. section over here. Yeah, you can answer as well. Your favorite cousin? I'm not ready to answer um, that yet. I'm not. I'm gonna plead the fifth. I mean, are we talking like second
0: cousins too?
2: I want to go really obscure with it. I'm gonna go. So she's not obscure even backing down.
0: Like she's literally about to put a rift in her family. She's choo- It is this choosing is. violence with the question and Jesse's like literally.
2: They're fu- I mean, Colleen used to torture me, so Karen is my favorite. That's that's what it is. I'm sorry, torture. Shout out
1: Karen, Colleen,
2: and my brother Rich, who are both here. They both used to torture me as a child. So definitely my cousin Karen always coming to find me, basically telling me to stop playing, hide, and go seek in the dark with them. But I didn't because they were cool, and then they weren't cool. But I love them all. Thank you guys again so much for coming out. You guys are awesome. Everybody that's out here is awesome. Wicked Garden is going to be awesome at 8 p.m. We are going to take one more break. When we come back, we will kind of close this thing up. We're going to talk a little bit about Greenbelt with our boy Joe over there, who's wearing a beautiful Minnesota gopher jacket. Love to see it. So stay tuned. Grab a beer. We'll be right back. Thank you, boys. We appreciate you. We will wrap this up very quickly because how good does Wicked Garden sound, you guys? That was an awesome test. Love it. Again, we are the Bardon Beauties. I'm Jesse Pierce. She's Kirsten Kroll. Joining us now, Joe from Greenbelt and Shells and all the good stuff. He is the reason that we are here. So, shout out to Greenbelt. Shout out to Joe for always coming and checking us out.
1: I would say Ziggy's is the reason we're here.
2: Ziggy's is also the reason here. Shout out to Ziggy's. We love it. Such a blast. Always a good time.
0: The vibes here are immaculate tonight. Immaculate, I just want to get that added in real quick.
1: It's true. Drinking in Stillwater on a Friday, it's great.
0: Nothing better. Right? You can't <laughs> beat it. Joe, what do we got
2: going on in Shells? Every time that we catch up, which is once a month when we do these Buttes Lives, uh, you always have something cooking. Always something new brewing. What Shells is going well, on? Well,
1: Right now, is this is our time. This is like our kind of favorite time of year. We're wrapping up Oktoberfest. We just did that. Uh, and we move into our, our winter season, which is snowstorm. So that's a, that's a, uh, that one just hit last week. Um, it's a new beer that we do every year. Uh, it's my favorite going into accounts so I'm like, oh, I love Snowstorm, it's the greatest. And I'm like, I feel well. like you
2: say that about everything because it's probably all yeah, good. You know. <laughs> you know,
1: right? They're all, they're they're all awesome. awesome. They're all the best. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like our kids. Everyone's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know it's not true. <laughs> Don't say that. I have one in the crowd. <laughs> but one here, the one <laughs> here is, is your favorite for <laughs> sure. Yeah, right Jesse Baum. That's Jesse. my favorite youngest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's every year we do a new beer. This is the 29th version of it. Um, every year it's generally a uh, darker, heavier beer for the winter season. Um, one year we did a Belgian golden ale, and everybody freaked out. They are like, what is this? i we're like, <laughs> all right. So we basically let the brewers do whatever they want. They can make whatever. Um, and the only requirement we ask them is that it's, like, darker in color. Yeah. So this Fair. year it's, uh, it's called a mahogany lager which is a, a new style that I've never heard of. So um, really what it is is a specialty grain beer. It's, uh, we use a whole bunch of different specialty grains in it. It gives it this uh, nice little sh- uh, spicy character with hints of biscuits and bread. Um, and it uh, goes great with many leather-bound books.
2: I was just going to say I have many <laughs> leather-bound books in my apartment <laughs> smells of rich mahogany. Who can name the quote, the movie, anybody? Kevin? Anchorman, there baby, we love it again. Bardown Beauties, Joe, you are the best. Thank you, Thank you. to Grain <laughs> Belt and Ziggy's for having us out for this Beats Live. Thank you to Talk North. Thank you to Soda Stick, one of our other presenting sponsors. Fifteen percent off when you use Bardown Beauties code at checkout. Also, shout out to Jim Beam. Cheers to you, cheers to me. And Royal Credit Union, less fee, more free. All right, who is ready for an autograph, Kirill Kaprizov? signed jersey. Shout out to a close friend of the pod, Kelly McShane, who generously donated this jersey. Absolutely incredibly kind of him. If you guys would like to, go, please go make a donation to the American Cancer Society. He is a board member with them. He didn't want to do any fundraising, but he gave us this jersey anyway for the people. So, Kirsten, so people get mad at oh. you when you don't choose their name. Why don't you select? Wow. The, I uh- just
0: the winner. I did not even. So I just want everyone to realize how that just went down.
2: Please don't do a drum roll. Someone's going <laughs> home as a
0: very lucky winner, but All right. All I really right. tried shuffling it.
2: And the okay. winner of a sign Kirill Kaprizov jersey is
0: Laura Wenberg. And again, I swear to
2: God it's not rigged. They just have a lot of people with them. Clearly. I didn't
0: even look in the box. I just want that to be known right away. That's it, it's you, it's you. Yeah, it's yours,
2: congratulations. You're welcome. Again, thank you to everybody for coming out tonight. We will have our next Buttes Live coming up here in December down in Burnsville. So if you're in that area, please come check us out. Please be sure to check out Live or new episodes, excuse me, each and every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts, also on YouTube. You guys are awesome. If you didn't know about us, hopefully, now you do. Hopefully, you think we're pretty cool. Uh, And speaking of pretty cool, give it up for Wicked Garden. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye bye. (laughs) No. noo, no.